This is Rivers to Resilience. The podcast where we educate, inspire, motivate and transform you and your teams on your journey to emotional resilience. We hear stories and advice from leaders and experts, allowing you to harness their wisdom with transformational, evidence-based strategies to building emotional resilience. Join accredited cognitive behavioural psychotherapist and author Martina Witter as she deep dives into all aspects of resilience building, whilst also helping you to crush stress and improve and retain your performance, productivity and profits. That's here on Rivers to Resilience. Resilience in a remote world, what does that look like? working remotely or working in a hybrid model. That's what we'll be exploring in today's solo episode with myself, Martina Witter, the podcast host of Rivers to Resilience. I'm so glad that you could join me today as I take you on a journey of how you can build and leverage your resilience in a remote world. We know that as a result of the global pandemic, workplace culture and the work environment has changed. A lot of people have shifted from working in a in a physical office to working from home, working remotely. And the environment that, that we work in has changed and we have to adapt to that. And if we don't adapt, that's when problems and challenges and difficulties can arise. But it's also important to remember that remote working can work for for, for some people, but for others, it's actually not conducive to their development or their growth. And that's what we'll be exploring today and then considering how can you as an individual, as a leader, as a manager, or just on a personal level, how can you build your resilience in this remote world? So what does remote working actually look like? It can look like many different things for different individuals. For one person, remote working could involve having your own office. You've got a beautiful office, just imagine it. It's decorated nicely. That environment is actually a lot more conducive to productivity, performance, as opposed to the work office because they've got the space. But for someone else, remote working could involve having a desk in the lounge with limited space and the views may not be fantastic for that environment and there may be distractions. For example, having another partner, a husband, wife, whoever, friend working from home. So I share those examples just to highlight that remote working is not, it's not the same for everyone. Therefore, the way that you would build resilience would differ. So I wonder for those who are listening, I want you to think about what does remote working look like for you? And it might be that you've got a combination of remote working, working, you know, in a hybrid approach in the office and from home. So the remote worker is not a homogenous group. 
there's a lot of variation and this is what is important to consider so for you managers who are listening it's important to consider that when policies are created that an inclusive approach is taken so that's really important for you just to consider that because I know with COVID initially everyone was well not everyone but some people were excited about the possibility of working from home because they're saving time with commuting they're able to have a better work-life balance able to spend more time with family or friends but for others there were many drawbacks because if you live alone or if you don't have a working environment that's conducive or home environment that's conducive to to work if you don't have that space if you don't have the resources or if you don't live in you know the the best area you, you might be quite it might be a noisy area your neighbors might be noisy you might live in a flat so you can hear people above you around you all of those factors can have an impact on your experience of remote working so how can you make remote working actually work for you and how can you build your resilience? So the first step is by being self-aware. And this links in with our Rivers to Resilience model. This is the first river. It's self-awareness. In order for you to build your resilience, you need to be self-aware. So you need to define what it is for you to work in a remote world. What does remote working look like for you? Be specific. I want you to think about when you consider remote working, how does that make you feel emotionally? And what impact is that possibly having on you as well? So these are all very important factors for you just to consider and think about. So define what remote working look like, looks like for you, how it makes you feel, whether it's improve your psychological well-being mental health or whether you think it actually is contributing towards it deteriorating so self-awareness is critical in resilience locating yourself in order for you to build those resilience muscles because for one person resilience in a remote world may may involve taking regular breaks and continuing to work remotely whereas for another person it may involve possibly investing in their office space to make it more more conducive to work to make it more comfortable and then that's going to in increase performance and productivity so it's not one approach fits all and that is the message that I really want to get across not to compare yourself to others but to focus on your unique individualized experience of remote working and another area to consider is that if someone has been forced to work remotely or for someone else if it's voluntary remote working the experience will be different as well so that's really important to consider and there's the social baseline theory which suggests that individuals need we need valued relationships and social resources which may involve social support, which you get in the workplace, and also just building a network. And the absence of these valued relationships leads to loneliness. 
And a sudden shift in remote working will disrupt that those normal social relationships, and that's likely to have an adverse impact. So that is, is critical in acknowledging and considering how can you, as a remote worker, how can you ensure that you maintain valued relationships and social resources? And it, we live in a digital world, so it's about knowing how to leverage that, ensuring that you have regular contacts with your colleagues, with your manager, regular supervision. You know, you have um, water cooler chats, but digitally, it might be a phone call. It might be a video ch- um, call. It might be an email. It's important to do what works for you and, and to stay connected Social connectedness is key and critical to resilience. And that's how you can also build your resilience by learning from your colleagues, learning what what works for them and what doesn't work for them, essentially, is really important in building resilience. So regular supervision, consistent communication is critical as well. And agreeing what form that communication is going to be that will help to build your resilience. And this is where the self-awareness comes in. What communication works best for you? We're, we're all different. It's not one approach, fix all. It needs to be personalised. Also, maybe voice notes, um, scheduling in a particular day when you are going to speak to a particular person and just knowing that you're, you've got this appointment scheduled in, that in itself can just help you to manage the stress that you, that you might be experiencing and know that you have a bit of an outlet as well. So that's one way that you can make remote working work for you and that you can build your resilience. So consistent communication and defining and identifying what mode of communication that is going to be. Also, taking regular breaks and being active. This is one of the other rivers to resilience, which looks at physical health, exercise and sleep. So ensuring that you're active, ensuring that you're not sedentary, that you're not just sat at your your desk all day. That's not good for your health. Imagine if you were in the office, you'd be getting up, making a cup of tea, having chats with your colleagues. So scheduling those breaks in, that is great for your physical resilience or actually leaving the house and going for a walk. I work from home. I also have an office. So when I'm at home, I always I go to the gym in the middle of the day. That really boosts my resilience. It gives me energy. And that's just part of my routine. So just consider what works for you as an individual schedule it and having that routine predictability will also boost your resilience and help you to to thrive in a remote world and the final way that you can build resilience leverage your resilience in a remote world is the regular monitoring of stress so if you're an employee ensuring that you've got that space where your manager is checking in with you if they're not prompt them and guide them one way that you can monitor to stress is just like a subjective um units of distress rating so rating stress on a scale of naught to 10 just doing that every time you have supervision or line management and that will just help you to monitor how you're coping and also will help you to adjust in terms of how you can protect yourself from stress and how you can build resilience and it can be a bit of a prompt or cue to indicate that you might need to start using some other resilience building skills that you have maybe used um, historically 
So regular monitoring of stress and noticing what are the barriers or blockages to resilience and essentially addressing them. And this ties in with the stress management river, which is on the rivers to resilience. So that could include one way of you reducing your stress is by delegating, delegating tasks to colleagues, getting support from your colleagues also that can help to build your resilience and ensuring that you're not isolated as well because you are homeworking using all of the channels that are available. So maybe using Slack to communicate with your colleagues, setting up a separate group, maybe WhatsApp group or whatever platform your organization uses and ensuring that you're not isolated and that there's structures in place to help to reduce your stress. So they're the three ways that you can build your resilience in a remote world. So consistent communication, identifying what's the best mode of communication, staying active, doing what works. It might be exercise, it might be going for a walk, it might just be doing dancing in the house, listening to a bit of music, whatever works for you, whatever floats your boat. And then the final way to build resilience in a remote world is looking at regular monitoring of stress. So if you're a manager, leader, it's your responsibility to, to provide that space for your for your team. And then before we end, what I just want to highlight is that there are costs and benefits to remote working. And it's important that these are that they're acknowledged and that a plan is in place for your team, colleagues, individual to thrive in a remote world <clears throat> and flexibility is, is key to that so some things to consider are do you feel that you've got an element of control over your job are you feeling lonely or stressed this will help you to assess your situation are you struggling with work-life balance are you struggling to switch off are you worried about your bills because I guess with remote working you're using your utilities and with the increasing cost of, of living and inflation all of that can be contributing towards stress and compromising your resilience so there are just some questions just to ask yourself which can help you to consider where you are on the resilience scale and maybe think about commuting and flexible work as well do you feel that you're working flexibly do you think it's working for you so there are just some questions for you to ponder on and I'd love to hear from you all in terms of how you've applied these um, yeah these strategies but it's been fantastic having you join me on today's episode of Rivers to Resilience. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Rivers to Resilience. To keep up to date, connect with us online at www.rafatherapyservices.com and on all social media platforms. It's your time to be revived, restored and refocused.